Hey guys, I'm Mujida and welcome to the Me as a Mom podcast. I'm a first time mom. I had my baby in March 2021 and I started this podcast to document my journey as an individual who became a mother. That evolvement, that growth, that process, I wanted to document it and share it with as many people as possible because why not? This journey is quite lonely and to be honest, every one of us could use a little bit of pick me up from time to time and that's what i'm really hoping this podcast does for you somewhere you can come learn share connect and really just get that feeling of i'm doing well i'm doing the best that i can and i'm going to keep doing the best for myself and my baby or baby so make sure you share this with someone who might just want to hear it and happy listening Hi guys, good morning. Office this morning when I'm recording this and welcome to another episode of Me as a Mom. So, in case you hear a bit of background noise, it's because I think people are literally just waking up here and there's quite a number of activity. But I tried my best to find the most quiet room in my house and I really hope I can do this without a hitch. So, enough about that. Last episode, I talked about how I decided to become a mom and what the pregnancy journey was like for me in my head. If you have not listened to it, I think you should go back and give it a listen and, um, you know, just tell me what you think about it. Uh, the podcast is now available on Apple Podcast. Uh, there's still a bit of hooch of a hitch with Google Podcasts as of when I'm recording this, but hopefully that's no longer an issue. So just check me out wherever it is you listen to podcasts rate review and you know just help me to promote this podcast to moms who might need it so this is me as a mom and as i said in the intro i cover topics about me as a person who became a mother and that is looking into beyond my baby beyond the pregnancy really just focusing on me the individual and what are those or what was the evolution that happened into me yeah on the way to me becoming a mom and also now that i am a mom so now today i want to talk about you know just pick up from where i left off in episode one and talk about the delivery journey and the first few months after i had my baby guys this period was interesting yeah it was interesting so I remember my best story so um to anyone who cared i mean i, f- I feel like i've shared it with a couple of people before definitely not on this podcast but um i don't want to go into the full details but thankfully my pregnancy was quite uneventful but you know i had contractions that started like way before like nothing too intense but like i mean my contract i started feeling contractions from sunday and i did not give birth until Thursday 1.20 a.m. So like look at that much time and you know the hospital didn't really take me seriously But you know, I knew what I was feeling and I was sure about it So thankfully on Wednesday I finally got admitted and monitored all the way till midnight and past midnight when I had my baby but um 
a few things I wanted to note there. So, um, like I told you guys before, by the time I was close to my delivery, I had accepted the fact that, okay, I am having a baby and I'm going to be fine and I'm just going to trust myself and do stuff, you know, and really just be prepared and ready for my baby. And the truth is, by the time delivery rolled around, I was quite excited to meet her. You know, I mean, I did the whole uh, cleaning, you know, washing her clothes and things like that. I went shopping for her in uh, in February or end of January I can't remember but you know I did all of that so I, I mean I think I was I was happy and excited you know you know my baby's coming and things like that but um from um also from the me me standpoint I wouldn't say I was I was um I mean I wasn't always happy that's the truth about it I, I wasn't always happy I felt the weight of what was coming in terms of like oh my god this is going to be a lot of responsibility and I'm not even trying to like scare myself or something it was really just the truth like I'm gonna to have to be hands-on almost all of the time just to take care of another human I'm going to have to do so many things so like it wasn't like doubt anymore it was just that realization of what my life was going to be coming in. So I was balancing being excited to meet the baby and also trying to understand the weight of what was coming in terms of responsibility. So um, by the time the delivery day actually rolled around, to be honest, the contractions got me, you know, not even thinking about anything except just to, you know, have the baby and everything should be fine. Um, from my all from my journey appointment and pre antenatal, yeah, antenatal appointment, you know, the doctor already kind of prepared us for CS. So I mean, I wasn't scared or anything, but I was just, I mean, my husband and I were just pretty, um. You know whatever happens happens if i can't do it naturally if i have to do cs no problem we're prepared for it and we know it's going to be fine i've been so many youtube videos and deliveries and things like that just to kind of like put my brain in the you know i didn't want any surprises i really didn't want any surprises so i just kind of did all of that to put me in the in the mood i'm doing air quotes right now to put me in the mood for delivery and um I think those really paid off. I honestly think they paid off for me because I'm a kind of person who I do not like. Um, I don't like change so much. I don't like unfamiliar things so much. So that really allowed me to kind of level with what I was about to experience in terms of delivery. So I was I was less scared and I felt a lot more prepared going into that situation. And that was. That was helpful for me. I'm not even saying it was. I mean, I mean, like the fact that I felt I felt prepared was really helpful for me to not freak out when things started to happen. So, um, and I think um, towards by by like Tuesday, my husband was just always there, hands and feet to kind of like, I mean, God bless us all. Like, you know, what do you need? How are you feeling? You know, always checking in, always making sure whatever it is, I'm good. My bag, my delivery bag my the box and everything i needed had been in the car standby for like since like the week before <laughs> you know and you know if anything you know, let's just go let's just go let's just go and i didn't have the i didn't have the dramatic um delivery thing to be honest and in terms of um in terms of uh delivery uh it was 
the contractions rather my contractions were pretty much menstrual cramps from hell so in my secondary school i had this senior then i don't know if she would ever listen to this but i had this senior who used to have crazy menstrual cramps like you know she'd lie on the floor she'd roll on the floor she'd she'd scream she'd do all sorts and i used to feel like oh wait is it that bad honest to god my i mean i told you guys last time my period has always been quite uneventful so like but then at that moment i understood what she must have felt and i just oh my gosh it was it was intense it didn't start out intense but like you know in the whole five minutes apart ten minutes apart and the time reducing when it was separate i could just hold on to something and just write the pain until it went away and the honest truth is when it started to come back to back like when i was very very close to actually delivering my baby it was it was crazy so um you know i got to the theater room and everything my husband couldn't come in but he was seeing me from outside and by the time i was done he said i prayed i cursed i did everything like it was crazy guys i have never been in that much pain in my life i would i would be honest with you i felt like the delivery part itself like the pushing was for me it was not as crazy as the contractions that got me there and funny enough i never thought i was going to have my baby that early on thursday i was thinking she was going to come like later in the afternoon on thursday because of how i was still feeling as of wednesday because up until like 6 p.m i wasn't so much i was barely dilated but between six to eight you know there's been a bit of improvement but nothing too serious but between eight to like 11 i went from zero to 100. so that period i have i have never experienced so much pain in my life and i think i've i think i will no i, I don't think i know i was traumatized by it for a long long time after I had my baby and I know these days when I think about it and I talk about it with other people I laugh but that is a pain that I'm not sure I want to experience it ever or anytime soon so basically you know there was all of that contraction and this is not me scaring you guys this is or anyone who's planning to have a baby or is going to have a baby soon everybody's experience is different but you know people have very different ways of experiencing this thing and the truth is nobody i mean you read online that the pain of giving birth is like time something 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 the pain a human can bear like that's very very theoretical but i'm telling you now because nobody told me or people told me and i could not picture it because you you really cannot imagine it like it was a lot of pain that period of contractions was a lot of pain true there are some women who barely feel anything and like it's just and they're done you know that happens in some cases but it's really really rare the majority of women would feel pain and that is something you need to prepare yourself for if you're going down this route again i do not want to scare you but if you ever desire to have a baby that is an experience that you are going to have
and you can do so many things these days to kind of like you know limited some decide to just go for cs because they're not ready for all of that pain that is your choice mama i am very very happy with you and i support you all the way even though you don't need my support to be honest some decide to go for epidurals do it if you can get it with a really good doctor or hospital and you know some decide you know i don't know what the third option is but i know it's either of those two people choose whatever just because they don't want to experience all of that but that is good basically by the time i started pushing um it was quite interesting but uh the the key point for me there was that my baby wasn't coming out because i was too tight so there wasn't enough space for her head to come out and this is a very tiny baby but because it was my first time and you know it was my first time basically so i was quite tight it turns out a lot of first time moms experienced this it took a while before she came out and then my nurse cut me the matron that was helping me deliver she cut me and if i said contraction was painful this was multiplied by a thousand and it was like a moment of pain i honestly feel like it is what it would be like if someone stabbed you that pain you would feel before you start to think of everything else i, I imagine that's what that is like i don't know but yeah she had to do that because you know there wasn't enough space for my baby to come out and when she did that, I remember screaming at her, like, what the hell did you just do to me? And, you know, she ignored me. She was so focused on making sure the baby was fine and I was going to deliver successfully. I mean, she had her own thing going on. But I remember sometime in there and I thought to myself, my baby hadn't come out then. It was just, you know, it was, it was, I'd pushed up to the moment where I just need to do, I just needed to do a bit more and should be out, but I was tired and I told myself, what the hell? I don't need to do this. I don't need this. Like I, 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 I pretty much, I don't, I didn't pretty much, I gave up. Like I was done. Whatever happens, happens. I, I literally remember thinking that to myself and I don't know if it was a law, if it was the angels around me that day, if it was the angels, that my, my, my baby's angels. I don't know what it was, but something about, about something said to me and was like, what do you mean you're done? Do you know how much effort? I first thought of my husband, to be honest, because if I lost the baby, He's never going to blame me. That's not who he is. But if I lost the baby because I gave up on the baby, I will carry that guilt forever and ever and ever. And I would never forgive myself. And the knowledge of that will push me to tell my husband. And I know he would try, but knowing that I did something like that on purpose... I wasn't really sure how that was going to sit because despite everything, he was excited to be a dad. He was excited to meet her and he was just right out of, outside the door doing this with me. And it felt like, you know, I'm not doing this alone. So I got that push there. And then my thought then went to, come on, 
you have an amazing baby that is almost here and all of this all of these thoughts i'm having was within a split second to be honest this is somebody depending on you you can't give up on her like this and the last thought i think i remember having was like nah man you can do this and you are definitely going to do this so the lady asked me to push one last time and i did and i remember how it felt her pulling nihal out of me that's my baby's name i remember how it felt her pulling nihal out of me i could feel every single part of her body her hands her limbs her legs everything i could feel everything while it was being pulled out and i would never forget how that felt because i didn't know whether to be happy about it it felt weird to be honest and i didn't really know what to do with that feeling and i knew as soon as they took her out they got her to cry I was way too exhausted that I did not even, as soon as I heard her cry, that was it. And I, I literally just, I shut down mentally. I mentally shut down and I removed myself from the entire situation. I trusted the nurse that they would be able to take care of her. My husband was with them. He went with them to bathe her and everything. And I was hearing all of these things happening, but I was just too exhausted to care. And I really was, I, I literally was just lying there in the, you know, the position I was when I give birth and, and nothing and, you know, pushing out the placenta and all of that. And it felt like everything was just passing me by. So I know people talk about, I mean, you see online, you see delivery videos and people see their baby and they're like, oh, she's so cute. Oh my God. Oh, blah, 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 blah. None of that happened for me. I didn't feel like an instant connection with anything. To be honest, I was just grateful for it to be over and to be done with. I just want to state this out categorically. I did not love my baby instantly. When I saw her, it was like, oh, wow. Okay, this is my baby. This is my baby. Oh my gosh, interesting. This is my baby. It wasn't until much later, and I'm talking up to a week or two weeks after that actually started to be like, okay, I think I really, really like this baby girl. That was when I started to actually feel something, but I'm, I'm, I'm jumping too far ahead. So after the delivery happened and it took some time for them to get me back to my room or like to my bed and for me to clean up and do all of that. And I had to put the baby to my breast for the first time so I she can start to simulate breastfeeding and all of that. And she was amazing. She knew what to do. She didn't trouble me so much. She fell asleep immediately. I mean, I guess all babies do because it's still kind of like maintaining that pregnancy life. But, um... Basically, I had, I, I had, you know, I had a chance to like just lie down and see how things went. And then we called our parents later on. So all of this that I'm saying, I didn't have either of my parents with me. I mean, neither my parents or my in-laws, nobody was with us. It was just me and my husband that went to the hospital. And there's a long story about that too. But again, this is not the place. It really was just our choice, really. We decided we weren't going to call anyone until after it happened because we didn't want to trouble anyone. And I did not want the extra anxiety that came around with it. They have the best of intentions, but I knew at that moment that it wasn't going to help me. And 
Later on, I was during the day after I'd had my baby, I started to miss my mom a lot. I started to miss her a lot because she lived in Ijebu, I lived in Lagos, and it was going to take quite some time because, you know, I didn't tell her I was having a baby and she needed to prepare and, like, get some things for me before she started coming, and that took some time before she got there. But thankfully, I had family members who came to visit. My my um, my cousin's wife was there, like, first thing in the morning. She actually brought me food, which I was super grateful for because God knows I was hungry. Oh, my God. <laughs> And then my mother-in-law came and, like, she took care of me. Like, you know, are you feeling okay and everything? And my mom's elder sister, my aunt, too, came. And she stayed with me and she helped with putting the baby to breast and everything. So, kill the first part of feeling inadequate. So, after that day that I had her, you know, I, I was on all of this painkillers. It was really amazing. Like, I felt good. I mean, I just needed to sleep for a bit and then I was good. All of the painkillers were working. But, you know, that point of, like, um, breastfeeding, I felt inadequate because it felt like, oh, they were doing so many things to get me to start to produce milk, but it wasn't happening. And even though I'd learned during the pregnancy part, like, you know, things like that take some time, you know, like it wouldn't always be instant for everybody. I felt like I didn't prepare enough. I didn't do everything I needed to do. And now my baby needs me and she's not feeding. And this is not to say I didn't know. I mean, babies right when they're born, their tummy is like super tiny. They barely need anything. Just like a drops or something like so she was fine as long as i could put her to my breast she was going to be fine like for like the first day or so and i still felt like oh my god i'm not doing this well i, I didn't prepare well enough for this i'm not doing this enough but thankfully i had my senior mom was quite um empathetic she was a matron before and so she knew all the things she needed to do so she just kept assuring me that it was going to be fine i just needed to keep doing what i needed to do you know the hot water the massages the everything and i i, I tried to do that i tried to do that and thankfully later on by night i was starting to produce breast milk like a lot of breast milk during the day it was bit by bit it wasn't so much but she just encouraged me to keep going but I was so worried about disappointing my baby, guys. Like, she's literally just a day old. And I already felt like I was failing at something. And that was that was just crazy to me. The second part that I would say was quite significant for me is, I mean, in their well-meaning... I mean, people call and say, you know, congrats and things like that. And they mean well. They truly do. But there was this phrase that people kept saying that, you know, kept on getting to me. And it was this, I'd say the Yoruba, if you don't understand Yoruba, I'll translate it for you. It was basically saying, Okonji, do rilegbe abi. Which was basically saying, you know, I was pregnant and I woke up and I found out and I just found her by my side. Which kind of like minimizes the entire experience I had just went through less than 24 hours before. And making it feel like it was nothing. And I had serious beef with that. And each time somebody would say that when they greeted me, I'd laugh. And I, I, I would laugh like it was funny. But in my head it was like, what on earth are you saying? Do not try to minimize this experience for me. Listen, I know this is something every woman does. 
But the fact that we keep saying things like this is why people keep going into this thing not being prepared enough for what's to come. So no, I did not just wake up and see her by my side. I actually went through a process that was so painful, like nothing I had ever experienced before. And I remember feeling very pissed off about that, 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 that phrase because it was, it was just, I mean, I'm not saying I don't, I mean, I, I'm, I'm grateful that I have her, but don't make me feel like everything I just went through was nothing. It was not nothing. It was quite significant. And I know it's, it's probably like a culture thing to say it like that so that you don't feel maybe, I, I really don't know what the intention behind that phrase is. I just knew I did not ever, ever want to hear it because it was very, very annoying and it was minimizing everything I had just experienced. And I'll tell you how bad it was because after I had my baby, I wasn't contr my uterus wasn't contracting fast enough. So the doctors had to give me drugs to speed up that contraction, which meant that I was still feeling contractions even after I had her. Even though I might have wanted to like, you know, minimize everything I just went through. When those contractions started, I remember crying. Because it felt like I was right there just before I had the baby where I had experienced all of that pain. And it took me back to that moment. And I didn't cry voluntarily. I cried because I felt like I was back there and I was experiencing everything again. And I did that like twice. All in all, my mom came later that night. She helped me, you know, stayed with me, someone to talk to. And it was really a very interesting moment seeing my mom. Because I hugged her so tight and she hugged me so tight. And in my head, there was some kind of understanding. We didn't say it, but it felt like it was just this moment of understanding and it sounds cliche, but at that moment, I appreciated my mom a lot more. I was also a first child, so it felt like I was also experiencing everything she experienced when she had me. And I just hugged her, like, really tight. And I guess that was one of the reasons why I missed her the most that day. So yeah, that was, that was me during my delivery. And... It's almost time to wrap up today's episode so i'm guessing i'm going to talk about the months after my delivery today but um again guys i'm not i'm not saying all of this to scare anyone i'm not trying to terrify you about giving birth but i'm an advocate of if you are going to do something it's very very important that you know and prepare yourself on what to expect and on what you would experience and some people have it smooth but it says one out of ten the probabilities are quite low and that might not be your case again everything I just said in terms of my experience as real as it was for me it was probably nothing compared to other people I remember a lady that came in the same day I did to deliver and she had started, she had contractions, she had everything, but she ended up having to do the CS. A friend of mine also experienced that 
had contractions, went through the labor pain, went through everything, but ended up having to do CS. And I've been told that CS, the recovery process from it, is also another crazy ass journey. And I don't know what that is like. So, bringing me to my announcement. I know this is just my second episode, but I would love to speak to other people who have gone through this process and really just ask them questions. And I would love them to be guests on my show. So if you're interested, send me a message, leave me a message, tell me you're interested. You can reach me at info at BU by Mujida. So that's info at B-E-Y-O-U-B-U-B-Y by Mujida, M-U-J-I-D-A-H. If you're interested, please reach out to me and I would love to you know interview you about you as a mom how you evolved from being not a mom becoming a mom and what it has been like for you i'd love to have other people on the show because i want to share as many stories and as many varying experiences as possible and i really just want to focus on the person behind the motherhood the person behind the, the pregnancy the person behind you know all of the stages of that process so please reach out to me if you would love to be a guest or if you'd love to recommend someone to be a guest and i would love to have them on this show now um that being said thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode and by next week i would be coming back with more details except if i have someone as a guest then we would be talking about that person but either ways i look forward to hearing from you guys tell me what you think rate and review the episode i need a minute to go and recover from everything that is unpacked here but um i know today's episode was a lot of like intensity from my side Uh, but uh yeah again i don't want to scare you i really just want you to be prepared and to know what exactly you would experience this is me these those were my thoughts while i was experiencing that those were how I, that was how I felt while I was experiencing that. And I'm just hoping that sharing it with you, if you'd experience something similar, you do not feel so alone. You do not feel so, um, you know, you don't feel like, oh, maybe it's just me. And you actually know that so many people around the world experience or experiences or experience or is experiencing the same thing that you do or you did. So um, thank you so much for listening once again. And um, don't forget, rate, review, and subscribe to my podcast. And I look forward to bringing you more amazing stories. And not just from me, but hopefully from also other women who have experienced this. Have a lovely day whenever you're listening to this. And uh, yeah, enjoy. (laughs) Bye.